long ago, in a sunny patch of English countryside, there lived a family of pigs. There were three wee fat piglets named Gary, Larry and Harry, and Mother Pig, who was named Edna. Every day the piglets ate their food, played hide-and-seek in their pig pen, and gambled about in the yard getting good and muddy. Well, time passed, and soon enough the piglets were not so small any more. They'd grown into strong little piggies, with hairs just starting to grow on their little fat chinny-chin-chins. Mother Pig, who was a bit of a worrier, often scratched her head and fretted about how she would ever be able to feed such hungry piggies as her sons had grown to be. Eh, she did worry herself about that. Till one day, with a tear in her eye, Mother Pig gathered her sons around her and she declared, Sons, you must go out into the world and make your fortune, for you are big enough now to have your own homes and families. Eh, away you go now and make you a fine home and find you a wife. Well, though Gary, Larry and Harry all cried and made a fuss to have to leave their dear Mother Pig, sure enough, they all set off at sunrise the very next morning, trotting down the street into town. At one o'clock, the three little pigs met the stable master. On his cart, the stable master was carrying bales of hay that had been spoiled by the rain. Oh, Mr. Stable Master, Mr. Stable Master, may I beg of you, please? Can I have some of your hay to build me a house? asked Larry. The stable master shrugged. The hay was spoiled and he had no use for it. Certainly you may, said the stable master. And without further delay, he gave Larry all the hay he desired. Larry said a fond goodbye to his brothers and set off at once to find a nice spot to build himself a fine home with his hay. At two o'clock, Gary and Harry met a woodcutter on his way home from market. On his cart, the woodcutter carried bundles of long sticks. Oh, Mr Woodcutter, Mr Woodcutter, I beg of you please. May I have some sticks to build me a house? said Gary. The woodcutter looked at his cart. It was piled high with sticks that he had no use for. The sticks had not sold at market. The woodcutter shrugged. Certainly you may, he replied. And without further delay, he gave Gary as many bundles of sticks as he desired. Gary waved a fond goodbye to Harry and set off at once to find a nice spot to build himself a fine house of sticks. At three o'clock, Harry met a bricklayer. On the bricklayer's cart, he was carrying bricks left over from his last job. Oh, Mr Bricklayer, Mr Bricklayer, may I beg of you please? Can I have some of your bricks to build me a house? asked Harry. The bricklayer shrugged. The bricks were left over from his last job and he had no use for them. Certainly you may, said the bricklayer, and without further delay he gave Harry all the bricks he desired. Harry set off at once to find himself a nice spot to build a fine home made of bricks. Soon it was night time. Mr Wolf awoke from his long sleep and began to howl at the moon. After a nice long howl, the wolf started to feel hungry. So he made his way into town and began sniffing around for some dinner. Oh, is that pig I smell? Tasty fat pig? Mmm, how I love to eat piggies, cried the wolf. So he followed the scent of pig 
all the way to the door of the house made of straw. Tasty pig, delicious pig, please let me in, whispered the wolf as he knocked on the door of the house made of straw. Well, Larry the pig had just put his feet up and was enjoying a cup of hot cocoa when he heard the knock on the door. Larry opened it to see who was there and then quickly slammed it shut again. Oh, what shall I do? What shall I do? Poor Larry the pig was shaking with fright. He knew that that big wolf wanted to eat him up. Little pig, little pig, please let me in, said the wolf again in his friendliest voice. Larry was very brave. He shouted, Go away, wolf! Oh, don't be like that. Please, little pig, won't you please let me come in? The wolf tried again. No, shouted Larry, though he was very much afraid. Not by the hairs of my chinny-chin-chin. I won't let you in. What? cried the wolf, losing his temper. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down, threatened the wolf. Quickly, Larry looked around for somewhere to hide. He knew that if the wolf blew down the house, he'd be done for. Without a second's thought, Larry sneaked out the back door and ran for his life, as fast as he could, to his brother Gary's house. Now the wolf was very hungry. He was very angry too. He wanted to eat the fat piggy in the house of straw, but the door was locked. Gathering all his strength, the wolf began to huff and to puff, to puff and to huff, until he blew down the house made of straw. And you know what? When the wolf found that the house of straw was empty and that he had no juicy pig to eat, the wolf was hopping mad. He was so hungry and angry that he stamped all the way home, howling all the way. That night, the wolf made himself a promise that he would have pig for dinner tomorrow, no matter what he had to do. And then he fell asleep dreaming about pig sandwiches. The next night, the wolf awoke and his tummy was rumbling something fierce. He was determined to find himself a nice fat pig to eat, so he set off at once, searching the countryside, sniffing for the scent of pig. It was very late and very dark when the wolf arrived at the door of a tidy little house made of sticks. His nose could smell the most delicious smell of pig, so the wolf wasted no time. He knocked sharply at the door and said in his sweetest voice, Oh, little pig, a little pig, it's cold outside. Won't you please let me in? Larry and Gary were just settling down to go to sleep when they heard the knock at the door. It was late, so Gary decided to look out of the window to see who was there. Oh, no, cried Gary, shaking with fright. He grabbed his brother Larry's hand, for Larry knew at once who was outside. Oh, little pig, please be kind and let me come inside. My teeth are chattering with cold, lied the wolf. No, shouted Gary bravely, though in truth he was quite petrified. Not by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin, I will not let you in. Oh, really, said the wolf, who was in no mood to argue. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down, 
threatened the wolf. Quickly, Gary and Larry looked around for somewhere to hide. They knew that if the wolf got inside, they would both be done for. Without a second thought, Gary and Larry climbed out of the kitchen window and ran for their lives. All the way to their brother Harry's house. Meanwhile, the wolf had worked himself into a right state, huffing and puffing hard enough to blow down the house. He was dizzy and completely exhausted. And do you know what? When the wolf found that the house of sticks was empty and that he had no juicy pig to eat, the wolf was hopping mad again. He was so hungry and angry that he stamped all the way home, howling all the way. That night, the wolf made himself a promise that he would have pig for dinner the next day, no matter what he had to do. And then he fell asleep dreaming about barbecue pig sandwiches and a big basket of fried potatoes. The next night, the wolf woke up and he was so hungry that his tummy was rumbling and aching something fierce. The wolf was so determined to find himself a nice fat pig to eat for his dinner that he didn't even stop to have his usual howl at the moon. Instead, he began searching the countryside, sniffing with his big long nose for the smell of a pig. It was very late and very dark when the wolf arrived at the door of a neatly built house made of bricks. His nose could smell the most tremendous, the most delicious smell of pig, so the wolf wasted no time. He knocked sharply at the door and said in his sweetest voice, Oh, little pig, a little pig, won't you let me in? Inside the house of bricks, Harry, Larry and Gary heard the knock at the door and sprang into action. As quietly as mice, Larry drew the bolt on the front door and Gary started pouring water into the big pot in the fireplace. Harry threw some more wood on the fire. Even though no one had answered the door, Mr Wolf knew there was a pig in the house of bricks because he could smell it. So the wolf knocked on the door again. Oh, little pig, won't you let me in, please? No, shouted all three pigs at once very bravely, though in truth they were all quite petrified. Not by the hair of our chinny-chin-chins, we won't let you in. Oh, really, said the wolf, rubbing his tummy. For he heard the pigs' voices and realised there was more than one pig for him to eat. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down, said the wolf. And Mr Wolf began to huff and puff. He huffed and puffed till his head ached and he felt quite dizzy. But the house of bricks did not fall down. Tired and frustrated, the wolf began to walk back and forth outside the front door, trying to figure out how to get inside the house of bricks. Just then, the wolf decided to check the doors and windows. But the pigs had locked them tight. So the wolf climbed up onto the roof of the house and let himself down through the chimney. Well... The wolf landed on his bottom in that big pot of hot water. It burned his bum so much that he went running back up that chimney quicker than a flash of lightning. 
And do you know, to this day, Mr. Wolf has never, ever tried to eat another pig for his dinner. The End. Thank you.